This is the original Dom Kennedy, and right now I'm kicking it with my boy Joe Corneo right here on the Yada Yada podcast. OPM till it's over. Westside get the money. We out. Put your Yada Yada over the best part. The kid Joe Corneo's in the building. I'm Jason Statham. We back. Fuck it, man. We are back, and Jason Statham's here with us. Back from the dead. He's a black man now. I just did a movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, y'all should check it out. Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> also, is in Transporter 2. <laughs> and <my> Crank. <laughs> man, we are back in the building. You heard the theme music? That means the podcast is back. It was what episode is it? Episode sixty nine. <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> we'll just put an asterisk by that because <laughs> it's about to get a little dirty. Yeah, it's about to be terrible jokes. Yeah, I'm ready for more shitty dad jokes. Yeah, yeah. I don't even have kids. That's the best part. Fuck the kids. We back, baby. We back. The last time you heard our theme music was on the album, but this ain't the album, yo. This is the podcast, the Yada Yada podcast. Big shit, man. Big tings, man. Episode 59, we are back in full force. How's it feel to be back, man? Man, it feels good, man. You look good. I ha- Man, you know what? You know what it is? What? I've been drinking matcha instead of coffee. Yeah. And now my heart don't feel like it exploded. <laughs> I have just enough energy to get throughout the day, and uh, I'm not having panic attacks no more, y'all. No, I can round boss back. Hey, prioritize mental, mental health. Shout out mental health, man. Theo, our man Theo was just letting us know, man, how important mental health is, man. Shout out therapy. Hey, real shit. Shout out low self-esteem. Take care of your body. <laughs> Yo, for real though, if you need a hug, you know, go find somebody that can give you a hug. <laughs> Don't come not, to me. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> somebody that means more to you should do it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Find that person that them hugs really, like, give you a 180. Who's your who's your hug person that'll that'll flip that shit around? Is it a little Johnny Joe? Oh, that's my man. Little JJ. You he know it's funny. Like me and my siblings, I have like a strict like. Actually, my little brother, like we don't give each other hugs. You know, love's there. But like my sisters, they have like a strict like. Yo, don't hug me. Don't nigga. hug me. Don't show no affection. I don't want no emotions. Oh, that mean I'm kissing forehead. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll kiss Daniel forehead. That nigga bigger than me. If I want to embarrass that nigga, lean come down. <laughs> lean down. Mm. <laughs> Hey, give you give ba- you a big brother kiss. That's my baby. Don't they feel like your kids? That's why Joe's no. like, I don't want no, no kids. They don't feel like my kids. My mom's kids. My little brother those, feel like those my, are my kids. siblings. I mean, yeah. I look I look out for them. Those ain't my kids. <laughs> you gotta have that clear boundary. Yes. I ain't, I, would, I ain't have to wipe no ass or nothing. Oh, I did all that as because I always I always kind of enjoy you know like when when kids are first born. I love babies, and then when they grow up, that's why I lose my love for them. Damn. <laughs> They still my siblings though. I still love them, but no, they're at that teenage years now. Where I'm like, oh man, y'all growing so fast. Yo, big. Yeah, I'm like oh, like my, my sister. One of my sister goes to Park Hill South now, and she's a freshman. And I was like, before like the summer going into it, like I think she had a week before high school. I was like, how you feeling about high school? You excited? She goes, no. Like it's high school though. She goes, still school. Like just had no excitement. I'm like, damn, this is crazy. And then I told her, I was like, yo, you know. Real shit. You know your brother's probably easily the coolest person that ever came out of Park Hill South High School. 
And she just looked at me with like, yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> like, damn, you are just not impressed with anything that I do. Yeah, she doesn't care. You still, she still sees you as like regular. Yeah, she she don't she don't get the picture. But I was like, yo, do you know I put out an album this week? You need that balance. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to bring it down to earth every now and then. Yeah, who better than your little sister? Well, she be doing that shit too. Yeah, younger siblings are utterly just unimpressed by shit. <laughs> hey, look, here's a picture of me and J Cole. I'm okay. I'm cool with like, Daniel, what? but he never made me feel cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. He would ask me shit, but he just like too cool. So it's like, damn nigga. What the love? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where the love at? <laughs> what the excitement? Where the I'm proud of you, big brother. Yeah, I'm but it's cool. I ain't tripping. He doing his thing. He we like more like equals. Message. So Daniel started beating me at video games at a very young age. <laughs> <laughs> and my my little 14-year-old ego couldn't handle it. That's when you know like the, the passing of the torch that, that you weren't yeah, ready for. That was one of those things where I was like, you know what? I'm a I'm a solo game player, adventure games and story games only. <laughs> I'm not playing with you no more. I can't more. compete with niggas. I get too serious. Because <laughs> it's like, let's go out and play real football. I know I'm a dub at that, but it's like, no, nah, man, it's not the same. It's your little brother. Yeah. And then he just a smart ass, bro. Literally since eight, like the jokes wasn't hidden. I'd be like, "Yo, can we clean the? Can we clean the dishes? Why? Because <laughs> Mama told us to clean the dishes, nigga. <laughs> Fuck. Why are you asking me why? <laughs> now we both gonna get in trouble. I'm gonna clean the dishes, and you gonna be scot free. He understood. He understood the game. Yeah, he knew like the little siblings always got a little more really, leeway. I really don't gotta do shit. Mama told you to do it. No, he. She told us to do it. <laughs> She very much told us to do it, but he knew I wasn't going to allow us to get in trouble. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have to, you have I to did this for us. Us, son. Bam. In the words of whatever his name is from Fast and Furious, nothing beats family. Toretto. Message. Dom, shout out Dom, Dom Toretto. Toretto. That's his name. Yeah. Remember the, remember the internet meme with the family? Yeah, that was a good time on the internet, bro. <laughs> when we had them Toretto family memes, it was it was it was lit. Yes, and love. He was, he was in multiple universes saving niggas in the name of family. <laughs> yes, love. Shout out Dominic Toretto. Shout out family. It's Thanksgiving next week, and you know it's all about family. Yeah, it's all about family. Theo, give my give my facts. Love you, love your loved ones. You know what I'm saying? Because that's all you got. It's all about family, in the words of Dom Toretto. You don't do that to family. Remember when the the meme from Guardians of the Galaxy, where uh, remember when his dad told him that he killed his mom? Yeah, he shot that nigga with a shotgun. You don't do that to family. <laughs> yeah, you, nigga, what? You just killed my mama. You got? I gotta get you out of here. Right now, nah, this ain't you. Fuck you, my father. Nah, you you done fucked up now. Yeah, his name was Ego. Ego for a reason. That man, boy, he said, "Listen, I like me, so let's spread me." All throughout the galaxy. That's Let true. me find the one I love. Who that sound like to you? All right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it wasn't a trick question. Was uh, I didn't know if you were trying to say is that, is that you? No. Was I supposed to be? Was I supposed to answer me? <laughs> no. You're I felt not like supposed to. Answer. I thought that's what you was going to. I was like, well, let's let's change the topic here. It's not about me, even though it always is. Are you toxic? <laughs> though? Yes. Proud toxicity on the pod today. Yes, Lord! What's the most toxic thing you ever did, my nigga? The most toxic thing? Yeah. Um, One time, 
I just completely cut this girl off. Like I stopped talking to her. Didn't like give her a reason. Didn't tell her why. She would text me. I wouldn't text back. Use like uh, I was like, well, I'm gonna face this out, but I'm not gonna do it with communication. Was you like eight? No, I was like twenty. That's when I, I was started, like twenty three. Look, I started doing that shit early. Like, well, that was, as a kid is different because I was like, I don't know how to break up with a girl. No, nah, but that shit, you know, you you carry that shit with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. That's just how you got in all relationships, right? Dead ass. Just stop like, talking to him. <laughs> no, that's conflict avoidant, and you need to Listen, be able to have. I'd rather be miserable my whole life than go through that scene. Oop. That's a Seinfeld reference. Jesus, that's a side. See, I got a little George in me. I'm you not are proud of George, it. and you know what? It's all about a balance. George, George never had that talk. The lady just died. She died. <laughs> His wife died. So it, it he, did, that was the talk for him. He practically cured. He did because he was so cheap. What's wrong with George, man? How does he live with himself? He doesn't. <laughs> he hates himself. He just keep it pushing. <laughs> he very much knows himself. Yeah. He and knows he's pathetic. He just keeps moving forward. He said, that's all we can do, man. You know, he know. He, he said, you think I don't know I'm pathetic? Oh, I know I'm pathetic. Man, and but Jerry be getting lucky. Like that, throughout that series where they had, like, the bet, you know, we got, we're boys. You know, we got to get married. Yeah. That's going to make us men. <laughs> I mean, fucking Jerry finds... Jerry, essentially, yeah, he marries himself, gets then, engaged to himself, yeah, gets engaged to himself, and then she, they're just like, you know, I don't want to do this. <laughs> oh, thank God, it. me neither. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> and you then, think you could handle the girl version of you, man? You know, I love me, but I don't think having a female counterpart that is just like me, I think that'd be too much, too much me. Yeah, even I couldn't handle that much me. I think if I had a female version of myself. I wouldn't exist. They would. She would kill me. One of us is gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's probably gonna be me. <laughs> Cause I don't got the heart to do that. <laughs> like, no. But hey, I got bug. That's balance. That's balance. That's one hundred percent balance. balance. That's real. all things should be. Jesus, Thanos. Ah, speaking of so Thanos, you just man. Snap your finger and just, make an album. Just like that, baby. And that's what we did. Hey man, shout out to you. Me? You really A and R the fuck out of that I shit. I had to I had to go in that, that Puff Daddy mode one time. Motherfuckers thought I was playing when I was saying that, but I was being serious. Hey, you should have seen how he was just slave driving in the studio, like, hey, that verse ain't right. Do it again. Yo, I don't like that shit. Reflow that shit. You know, he that was like sucked, yo. He, he was really on there looking at his phone. And then being like, well, it's all right. <laughs> hey, yo, Joe, what do you think? Oh, that's cool, bro. Just, keep, just do it how you how you practice it. Playing my Switch and shit. I got to say, I think we account for like 90% of the album. We really did. Because, you know, honestly, we did the album. We did it. Just us. No one else. There was no one else in the studio with us. No just help us. at all. We just kind of took over Free Reign Studios and told everyone to get out the way. Joe was on his phone, and I was on my laptop, and we were just making calls, and people were coming in, and shit was getting done. <laughs> you done? All right, sir, please exit the studio. We got someone else coming in. Yeah, hurry up and get out of here. Bro, lay your verse and go. So This ain't that kind of vibe. And then occasionally, occasionally, in the midst of you on the laptop me on the phone, you would sprinkle a nap in there. Well, you know, I got to get my four hours of <laughs> accumulative sleep as far as being in the studio. 
That chair, you know what chair I'm talking the about. Therapy chair. It's entirely too comfortable. Big cozy. <laughs> Way too cozy. <laughs> Look. <laughs> it would be it would like realistically. One, shout out everybody that was on the album. Yes. Shout out Free Wayne Studio. This shout is all, out Sleepwalker. All jokes. Yeah, it is jokes. This is a little jokey joke, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> a little jokey joke. We're just playing. No, and shout out to for like coordinate this and putting this together, man. Mm, thank you. It, it, it turned out great. Thank you. Round of applause for myself. Yes. <laughs> I like how you said thanks. You say thanks or yes? I said yes. Okay, I thought you were like thanks. I'm like, oh, thank you, man. Oh, no. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> no. No, man. That shit was tight. It really was, man. It was a, a very, uh, I guess at times, a hectic process because with our process, we had to wait on other artists to get get us the material and you know i wasn't you know I, I was ditty but i wasn't about to start hounding people like yo where the fuck's this record at where's this verse at i need this shit asap we respect artists and we let yeah them, and respect their time breathe. yeah yeah i'm not gonna hound you for it if you told me you're gonna get it to me bet and then you know if a couple like a month and a half goes by and i, I still need it i hit you up I'm like yo what's up with that record what's up with that verse you still trying to do that facts and, and the ones it? the cool thing about the album is that everyone that's on the album was people that wanted to be on the album and people that understood what we were trying to do and wanted to be a part of it man it was sick it really was we, like we, we had that perfect team you know mm-hmm. and that's the best part is just being able like i was explaining to somebody at the friends given last night he's like oh, what'd you do on the album i said pretty much what we did is that we just brought all the pieces together we brought the pieces that we needed to make the album that we wanted to make all in one area just producer work, yeah. Producer role, mm-hmm. and but it, it don't happen without with people with us not being in sync, you know. Mm-hmm. Everyone needed to come in when they could, and they just needed to, you know, execute. Everybody did. Mm-hmm. Everybody was ready when it was time to like get shit going. Yeah, so we we got what we needed, and it was like I it exceeded my expectation. Yeah, because at it, first I wasn't sure. Like, I was like, man, how the fuck are we gonna tie this all together? Because yeah. we had a random assortment of songs. Like every song that we got was just a random song that had that wasn't made for the purpose of the album it was just made for like random purpose like it was just like oh i made a song because i'm a rapper i'm an artist this is what i do i yeah. might use it i might not it might be in the stash it might go on the project i'm making you never know we were able to like build a story around it because like that's that's kind of the nature of our relationship i think is like that's how we manifest is like little jokes and stories and i don't know just how how we banter is how things flow and we could spend a whole day together and make like eighty different stories, mm-hmm. but every th- this album is a culmination of all our stories. Yeah, too. It's it, like us just telling the podcast in a in a album funny form. way. Yeah, yeah. And that's the crazy part because it's like it's just like the whole concept of the podcast in the album, and then people that we've had on the podcast are on the album. So it's just like a cool like next step in the evolution of like what we what we do as a brand and the people that we do it with. Yeah. Whatever we touch is gonna have that feel good, genuine, like love, you know? Mm-hmm. Every everyone can be themselves around us. And you and everyone's gonna have a, a good time. Mm-hmm. And that's why people always like being being part of like what we do yeah nothing is nothing is ever really forced like the whole process wasn't super forced i would say like sleepy had the most work 
Oh, he, he did like he was really the mastermind behind making it all come to life. Yeah, we had the vision, and he just knew how to execute it to like how we were wanting it to look. He was the vessel for sure, mm -hmm. and he was he was doing and that shit. Shout out Sleepy. Like what, I, what, what round for Sleepy? Man? Of course, the wizard, yeah, the man. wizard man. Like it was crazy because you know we're both a big fan of his last album, Perpetual Daydream, yep. and I remember listening to that album and then like the listening experience of that project. And I knew, like, yo, if we're going to do this album, like, this is the guy we got to do it with. Because only he can bring the he vision to life. He understands us. Yeah, because he's, he's been a, a crucial part in everything that we've done as a brand from the logo to the theme music and now the album. Yeah. It had to be sleepy. It had to be. There was, there was really no one else that could just execute the yada yada vision the way that he could. And we watched hella Seinfeld during it. And he's, like, a big fan of Seinfeld, too. So he... It's good for me because, like, I'm newer to watching it. Mm -hmm. So I could be like, when this happened, and y'all are both like, yeah. And I'm like, fucking, everyone's watching it with me, even though you guys have already seen it. Yeah, but it's just like, it's cool watching it with you because it's your first time watching it. So to me, it's like my first time getting experience the jokes again. Yeah, and I, I just love the characters, man. And But all of us are characters, though. Like, if you were there, people get to see how we kind of work, especially, like, in the studio. Cause like Sleepy's like doing his thing, and he's got his like sarcasm, sarcastic sarcasm, excuse me, and his like you know dry humor. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> you kind of have a, a dry humor to you as well. Yeah, I do. So I, I fucking love it. But I'm like more high energy. Yeah, like I'm like more giddy type shit. And then you, you're just an asshole, you know. <laughs> but like in a good way. Yeah, you it's know like what a I funny mean? way, a yeah, funny asshole. It's like how Jerry's an asshole. Yeah, you're a Jerry. Yeah, I'm like a I'm like a Kramer yeah. George, mm -hmm. and what would you say Sleepy is? He's like a I, he's Sleepy, a Jerry. Sleepy's like a Jerry and a, a dash of Kramer. Yeah, with a, a sprinkle of Kramer. It's just a it's a little something. Sprinkle me, Mike. Yes, yes. It was beautiful, man. And my favorite part of the album was just watching it all come together like piece by piece because it all just kind of all fell into place. Yeah. So like first song we had for the album was No Husp with Wave, and I remember Wave played that for me one night at his house in 2020. We were just kicking it, and he was just playing me some music, and he played me No Huss. And I was like, bro, what the fuck is this? He goes, oh, it's just no song. I cooked up a little bit. And I was like, what are you going to do with that? And he said at the time, nothing, probably, really, probably just, like, sit on it. I'm like, you don't sit on that? So every time I saw him, I would always rap his verse from No Huss to him, like, post it on the block in the jersey like Kobe, you know? Hey. Just, I would always bro. rap his verse to him, like, bro, you yeah. got to do something with that song. Yeah. And I hounded him hounded him about it so much he said fuck it bro put it on the yada yada album oh i said bet cool so that was the first song we got for the album and then we got shake it out by sleepwalker he's had that song had in the stash game, i remember hearing that yeah that's my, that's my shit. i remember lamaric played that for me lamaric's the lead singer or the lead vocalist i should say for supermoto he played that for me probably late 2018 early 2019 and i was just amazed the minute i heard it Man's got shit in the cut, yo. Hellas. Hella fire. You feel me, um? And then when Dom's recorded 412B in the studio, Solomon came to the studio because they've been wanting, they was talking about working working with each other. And then during that, that session, they made Ladybug. Damn, I wasn't there for that one. That one, I wanted to be there for that one. That, that one, one was sounds crazy. crazy. That one was a wild session. And seeing Ooh. Solomon work was, baby. Baby. <laughs> As I just say that all day. <laughs> Randomly, I'm like just take some shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But uh, yeah, like watching him work was a fascinating process because every that whole song Solomon freestyled every part. He's like he told Dom's like yo you 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 lead it and I'll just follow wherever you go with it. He's like a fucking he's a star. He was cold man. Watching him work in the studio was like some real creative, artistic shit. And I was really amazed by it. and Dom's watching Chris Dom's record in the studio is amazing to me as well because for those who don't know Dom's like Dom's practice his music a lot yeah so like by the time he goes to the studio to record he already has not, like it's not many takes not yeah so he there was times where he could almost record a whole song in one take and the funny thing is he'll be like yeah let me run it through real quick just to get like a feel for it and he'll run through the whole song in one take and the whole time sleepwalker will be recording that and i'll be like god damn bro you almost recorded that whole song in one take yeah, it's, it's good to see niggas that's good at their job. Dom, mm-hmm. I always tell people this, like, Dom's a, a crazy writer. He like, Hell, like, he Dom's was, got he a like, crazy pen. in my top five is writers mm-hmm. in the city. Even Dom's, like, Dom's played me some early shit that he did with his group back in the day with his homie. Yeah. And even his writing then was immaculate. Yeah. Like, he's always had a really sharp pen, and I always respect that because he's able to combine those worlds of being, like, a lyricist and a great writer with, with great music. Yeah, I like. So it's not too lopsided, or it's not too one way. Like it's not one way or the other. You know, it's a perfect balance that gives you all the aspects you love and like good lyrical music, with a good story. Yeah, I like the love stories. That's like why Four Twelve B is so amazing to me. Yeah, he's got this song "Picking Petals," that I want him. To, I want that shit to be out already. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that that Dom's fucking, album about to be crazy. Fucking amazing. Dom's album is going to be crazy. Just know that. Just know you heard that here first on the Yada Yada podcast. So when it happens, don't act like we never told you. You heard? And then shit, what other man? Watching Sean record his his song was funny because at the time he already recorded his verse. He just had to lay down the ad libs and the hook. Is and it? I think the hook at the uh, he he's picked up the hook from. Cruising my way down 71, because he said he wrote that on the way up to, to Free Rain Studios, because to go to Free Rain, you got to drive down 71. Yeah. He's like, yeah, bro, I wrote this on the way up here because I was cruising down 71. That shit fire. Yeah. And on top of that, we got Banco on the album. What? 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 Shout, shout out to Cool Kid. Shout out to the guys, man. One Like in the alternate universe, in the multiverse, we got both of them. We got the cool kids. We are the cool kids in the alternate universe. Message. This is the alternate universe. Does that make me Chuck English? Yes. Well, I, but, <laughs> but Banco be having the anime references though. Yeah. You got a point there. You, I might be Chuck English. I know. I think, and you, because you be having like the hip hop history and shit. Mm-hmm. See, like this is. Real time, us being fanboys of like the cool kids. We've been fanboys of like, cool kids for like ten plus years now. Yeah, this is a one thing that we really like. I think it was like Travis Scott, and then this Sir Michael Rock. Cause yeah. we went, when we linked back up in college freshman year. Like Lap of Lux just came out that summer. Yes, then he put the like one point five out. Mm-hmm. My nigga was cooking, hellas, flooding us. It was a good time. And that was like, cause you were the first person I met that like fucked with Sir Michael Rocks. Yes, bro. Where at, at Parkville South, no one knew who Sir Michael Rocks was. I just, I became a fan of the Cool Kids early type shit. Like you was a fan in high school, mm-hmm. cause we always talk about like them being on uh, NBA Video Live, yeah. NBA Two K Nine is the first time I heard right. them. Yeah, Pendants. I just, I heard eighty eighty eight. 
Like, you know, like I'm bringing 88 back. Yeah. I was gonna, I'm like, what the fuck is this? This sounds it's so sound, hip hop. It's like a, it's like a 70s or like an 80s hip hop soundscape, but just how he produces just different. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like, it's got that, that, that 80s retro feel to it, but it's still modernized, so it feels fresh. And, and, and it feels brand new. slap when you got fucking big ass. You, already had, you had them, which you had 12s or 13s. I had 12s. You had them 12s in the speakers, and you couldn't hear shit. I'd be like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> I can't get out. <laughs> it was a two-door Ford. Yeah, no, no one, no one in the back hear. seat. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I can't hear anything. <laughs> you're, just, you're just staring It'd at me. It'd be the three out in the back seat. Yeah, it was... <laughs> Like, I can't breathe. <laughs> those moments changed my life. <laughs> for real, for real. Those Open the window. They weathered me as a person. You know what's funny? Is uh so this this weekend, Larry June, the cool kids, put out a new song. Yes. And that shit fucking slaps. Yes, that shit man. fucking bangs. And I remember uh so Larry June goes first and the Sir Michael Rocks comes in, comes in hot too with a cool ass flow. Like, it's all or nothing. Roll the dice, Kawasaki motorbikes. Mm-hmm. Like he was going in, bro, and the whole time. I was listening to his verse like a proud father. <laughs> so yeah, bro, go ahead, Banco. Go ahead, Banco. Did you say you're Banco's dad? <laughs> Listen, unofficially. <laughs> like I, as a proud, like I listen to nah, it as like a proud I, father. I'm, I'm yeah. No, that's because I, you know, he's on the album. Like I really love his verse he gave to us for the album. That was really dope of him to even like just do that for us. And it was really just on some business shit. It wasn't like I had a personal relationship with none with him, which I wish I had a cooler story, but all I really did was just reach out to him via via his email. Shout out to you for just sending it, you know? Mm-hmm. Full you, send. Yeah, bro, send it. Take risk. Yeah, Sir, I just said Sir, fuck Sir, it. Sir Michael Rocks could be on your album, too. All you got to do is just reach out to him. Yeah. You know, and, and shout out to him because he really could have got over on me for real. He could have just been like, nah, fuck your verse and took the money and ran. But he didn't do that, and I really respect and, that. And he did it in like a very professional manner. Like he gave us the vocals, he gave us the ad lib vocals. Like he made sure we had everything we needed. He even sent us like the mix so you could hear where his verse was supposed to come in at. Yeah. He really did it professionally, and I was really for like my first time working with an artist or working with an artist of that magnitude on that professional level. He really made it like a really good experience to where like now I'm even more of a fan because I know you do good business and you don't just fuck over your fans. Yeah, it's a testament to like the legend of them. I got so many interactions with like, or we got so many interactions with the cool kids. Mm-hmm. Like just him, just Chuck English performing at the Rye Room. Yeah, that just show you like that they thorough and they mean their word. That's cool. Yeah, man, it was a beautiful I'm moment, trying, man. I'm trying to smoke with them niggas one day. One day, and yeah. the cool part is like when we had to listen to party, and we were like, yeah, man, on this song we got a Sean with Walt and Sir Michael Rocks, and everyone was just like went crazy, like what? I didn't know so many people were tapped in. Real niggas know. Yes, and we had a room full of them that night. Shout out to everybody that came to the listener party. And, like, I'm just really proud of what we were able to make with the Yada Yada album. Like, I, I, I did my Apple Music replay last night, and the Yada Yada album will be out. hasn't even been out a month yet. Today is currently November 21st, so tomorrow will be a month since the release, and it's already in my top five most played albums. Damn. It's easy to listen to, man. It is. It's 21 minutes. It's a great listen from start to finish. It's one of those albums. It's complete. Yes. It's like a avocado toast, you know? It's a, it's a good breakfast. It's light, but it ain't going to slow you down. It's going to give you just what you need. And then you might want another one right after. Hey, yeah. You might still be a little Fuck more it. hungry. 
You might even could throw an egg on it. Just double up right then. Fuck it. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Run the album. <laughs> Run it up. And that's what really one thing I wanted to really focus on with the album was creating a, a, a listening experience that would make you want to hear the album from start to finish every time. Because I didn't want this to be like a compilation of just random songs that we were able to get. I wanted it's to not feel a like mixtape. It's not a fucking mixtape. Message. It's the Yada Yada album. There's only one. And I really wanted to craft that listening experience out. So I was listening to a lot of albums like Good Kid, Mad City, The Mixtape About Nothing, FM by Vince Staples, and then the Machiavelli album by Tupac, and just how they were able to craft and put together their listening listening experiences for the concept of those albums. Like, FM to me is like a phenomenal album because how it's put together. It feels like a big boy radio show. And, yeah. and that's kind of how I wanted to feel. Like, our, our album feels like a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. And that's where I really but wanted to hammer down. That's the yada yada, too, though. Yes. Because it's like, uh, I don't know, everything just flow. Like, how the album sound, how the li- it was how the listening party was. Or yeah. How the first showcase, That's it's like still that same energy. Mm-hmm. You know? There's excitement. It's youth. Strength. Strength. No weakness. So, for the back cover art, you know, we had our the picture of our eyes on up, and then we had the yada yada yeah. propaganda. Um, so that was in, we got that picture from an album cover book that I had that I was just looking through. My mom got it for me when I was like 11 years old, and I was just looking through it just because, see, you know, see, what, see if we can get some inspiration. And that's where we found the picture of Run DMC, which was the creative inspiration behind the back cover art. But we already had that picture taken before I, I found out about that picture. We just used it for the creative direction. But in that book, there was a quote there that really spoke to me. It says, you never just make art for now. Sometimes you make art as a time capsule, too, to signify a period. And that's how I look at this album. Like, this album is the perfect representation of what Kansas City music sounds like in 2021. And so, like, going forward, you can hear, like, where it's going to be grown from. Like, you know, where it grew from or where it started and how it evolved. You got to have that timestamp. Yeah. You got to be able to It's a to timeless album, growth. but it also feels like 2021. Yeah. It's a moment in 2021 that's going to last forever going forward. I'm glad we like just had a good time with it, and the listening party was really great for that. It kind of solidified the moment and sealed it. And the fact that the album is like is complete, so when you hear it start to finish, you you can be like satisfied with like All listen, right, yeah. that was done. I'm not, like you're just you got the perfect amount of what you needed. Yeah, nothing too much, nothing too light, just the right amount. Yeah, got handy your biz. So when you hear the outro, you feel like yeah, like. I, the album feels done. It feels like it was nothing left. or it doesn't, it doesn't leave you wanting a little bit more. It just gave you just the right amount of food that you needed to go about your day. Mm-hmm. And the best part is we did with all our homies. Like Everybody involved with somebody that we're, extra, like we're cool with on a personal level. Facts. And that's the best part. It's like it's, we just did it with all our friends who rock with what we do and we rock with what they do. And we just came together to make some dope shit together. Yeah. Sh- shout out y'all. Shout out Sh- to everybody Shout out involved. the homies. Yeah, shout out to the homies, man. We couldn't have done the Yada Yada album without y'all. We wouldn't want to do it with, with anybody else. Facts. I mean, we couldn't do it with nobody else. Nah, it wouldn't be It, it as just great. wouldn't make sense. It just, it wouldn't. It really I, I'm, wouldn't. Do, I'm trying to get Jerry on the pod. Think we can do it? Yeah. We can't interview Jerry Seinfeld. What if we interview George Costanza? Like, we got Jason Alexander to do an interview with us as George Costanza. That would be fire. A skit? 
Yeah. I want to do a whole just fucking Seinfeld episode. How much money do we Like, need what if the next do? episode, ne- next album, we were able to get one? Someone invest in that idea. What? Of us doing a, a, a Seinfeld episode, a one-off Seinfeld episode. Mm. And then all the homies could be, like, the extras. Like, you know how, like, people be making cameos? But it don't really be cameos. It be, like, actors that have been in other movies. Yeah. You know? So, well, yeah, it's cameos. Yeah. And, yeah. Marissa Tomei? <laughs> yeah. And he, George thirsty ass man. He's oh, like, I'm kind of engaged. <laughs> she was like, oh, "The God. fuck you mean you're kind of engaged?" What the, you sick little man. You sick little bald man. <laughs> they always just go at the bald head. Yeah, That's hella. like his number one. Short, stocky, bald man. <sighs> Only George. Man, how he's still working for the Yankees? Because he keeps failing up. And Larry David, George Steinbrenner. That's Larry David doing the voice for George Steinbrenner. Goddamn. Goddamn. George, go give me one of those calzones. Only calzones, George. I only calzones. It's all on my mind. What's that? That's a calzone? I smell it. George is here. George. Where's he at? What's taking him so long? Yeah, man. So the yada yada album's out now. Thank you for everybody that's in, been a part of, the pro- part of the process and everyone that's enjoyed the album so far. Are we going to do a part two? Probably. We're only going to do a part two if we can get Julia Louis-Drufus on the album. Word to Wale. Facts. We got to get, we these gotta are, get these one. These are our demands. <laughs> if y'all want another one, this is what we need. And we need 100K? Yes. 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 <laughs> 100,000. Anderson Pack, how about that? Yes, Lord! All right. On me. What Man, was, what was about oh, actually, speaking of Wale, he put out a really great album. We dropped the album the same day as Wale. I, I haven't listened to it. For Lauren, too? Yeah, I haven't listened to it's it. It's really good. Like, I haven't been the biggest Wale fan in a while, but this was a good bounce back for him in my personal book. It's a phenomenal Wale album, for real. Honestly, if I'm being real. Like, it's not a, it's not a skip. How many songs is it? I want to say 16, 17. It may be even shorter. But it's a it's a very smooth listen. I'll tap in. I don't be... I, I think I just have, like, my routine listens type shit. Mm-hmm. It's hard to break that yeah. sometimes. It, it keeps me sane right now. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> keeps a balance. My, num- my number one song on my uh, Apple shit, or number one artist, was Paul Desmond. And the album was Bosa Antigua. And it's just, like, this fucking... Spanish jazz album that I play <laughs> all the time, bro. Nice. Just keep me at peace. Man, I sh- I just realized. I feel like that's a weird number one. It's not a bad one, though. Hey. I mean, it's not what not in my top ten. I know. <laughs> Who I, else has Paul Desmond <laughs> in their top five? That's, that's Holla what I'm at me if you where, do. Yeah, where y'all at? What what a what a gang at? Listen to? Yeah, man. Yeah, on my Apple Music replay. I found out I listened to 77 hours of Kanye West music this year. That's fucking insane. 77 hours. It's like three days of just straight Kanye. It's insane, man. Listen, I went through some shit this year. I had to graduation my way out of that shit. <laughs> I was like, I need all Wake the Wake up, Mr. West. Mr. <laughs> Mr. 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 He's so impressed. <laughs> Dude, damn, did you even see the test? You got D's, motherfucker. D's. D's Rosie Perez. Yeah, now yes, listen. Really. <laughs> that's called motherfucker. Bars, nigga. You know nothing about that. D's Rosie Perez. 
get it because she was in do the right thing. And Raheem, Radio Raheem was like, these motherfucker, these. Yeah. Now listen. God That's damn. called motherfucking bars, nigga. Fucking you know nothing about that. What? Dude, we are hey, back. Fun, funk Flex is in the building. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, it's still breakfast time, too. Stick to breakfast sausages and eggs, nigga. Yeah, was just telling us about this chicken sausage from Smeckers. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, Smeckers. If y'all want a sponsor. Holla at us, man. We could talk money. Yeah. We could talk numbers. Hey, 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 hey. hey. <laughs> yes, Lord. Keep going, Larry. Hey, man. Shout out Larry June. Yes, Lord. He got niggas thinking healthy and investments. And reading. And reading. You know, I didn't I didn't think about picking up a book until I started listening to Larry June. Hey, look. He said it's a nice day. I'm sipping tea and I'm reading. I said, you know what, motherfucker? That's you might a be great on something. idea. You really might be on to something, Mr. June. Let me get let me go get a book myself. Hey, switch the tea. It's better for your chest. You're having them panic attacks. It's probably the caffeine. Message. Low key people look. Are you about to bring down the caffeine? industry empire yeah no <laughs> i'm bringing it down no there's no way <laughs> would you ever give it up no <laughs> i'll get back so i don't have panic attacks but i mean needing coffee because like deep down i could sleep all day if i chose to mm -hmm. if i forced myself to but i would um no i could i'm lying <laughs> i can't sleep i already drink too much caffeine <laughs> <laughs> it comes back to the caffeine. It's too late. This is why. I never thought like me not drinking as much caffeine would cause me to not be able to sleep. Isn't it supposed to be the other way around, Joe? Help me. Help. I'm, I'm crying for help out here. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a hot mic begging for help. Somebody. I'm up 20 hours of the day. <laughs> I can't stop drinking caffeine. Five hours is listening to Bosa and Tigua. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do now? Help me. <laughs> Where do I go from here? Then 800 push-ups and I'm still not tired. It's like when you take one of them gas station pills and like, <laughs> just I've, a caffeine I've been pill. excited for more than four hours now. No, man. Like, I had at one point we had hella access to five-hour energies, and I would take two in a day, and it would be like the worst decision I ever made in my life. It sounds like when Thundercat went to the cave and started drinking all the yerbas. Yeah, he's like, yo. <laughs> you drink it eight yerbas. That's a lot of caffeine. You've been here less than an hour. It's not okay. It feels like my heart's beating through my chest. I'm starting to see sounds and colors. That's called a panic attack. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the Thundercat really thugged through that shit. <laughs> he was like, I don't feel so good. I need to go to the bathroom. Like, yeah, it's all the yerbas you've been drinking. Yeah, that caffeine will do it to you. What's he said, your, bro, what? are you looking into the flame talking to me about the, the election? <laughs> on the go, got to be there in 20 minutes. What's your go-to caffeine drink? Go-to caffeine drink? Got to be there you're, in 20 minutes? You're a Red Bull guy. Nah, that I like that fruity drinks I've been drinking. The Celsius. Yeah, you've been you've been staying true to. Only it. Only thing I don't like about them is that they make my armpits sweat. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> they just make you sweaty. They make my no, just my armpits. That's and then like the rest of my body is naturally starts to sweat because like energy drinks kind of yes. do that to me. I don't like it. That, yeah, but actually I haven't been needing really energy drinks lately because I've been taking these these vitamins called B one. Oh. Super B vitamins. Oh, the B complex. Yeah, it's like you're supposed to take them after eating meals so it can convert your food to energy. It it helps me a lot. That's good. I'm glad you're making better health choices. I know. I Less caffeine, more energy. Stay true. Be you. Be you. Message. I need. We got We need sponsors. Fuck. <laughs> I'm about to big up fish oil. Like I'm at that age now where I gotta take fish oil because my joints hurt. <laughs> like. 
or you need to do yoga. I lift weights. <sighs> no, that's it, it's more complex than that. Do you actually rest on your rest day? Or yeah, I'll be chilling. At active, the active recovery. I watch Martin. I'm going a long walk. I always feel like motherfuckers be looking at me when I'm on walks. Like, why yeah. is he walking? Niggas be walking. Everybody. <laughs> everyone that got, everybody that has eyes and can see is looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> is that motherfucker walking down the street? Not on my goddamn watch. Keep an eye on that man. Hey, yo, get off the street. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, man. Just go on a long walk, man. Yeah. Act- active recovery. Peace of mind. You was about to drop another gym. Yeah, you, I was about to drop you, another gym. You was gym. about to go there, weren't you? Should I drop it? Go ahead. Look, man. All we got to do is take care of ourselves. Take care of your body. Get them vitamins in. You know, drink more water. Instead of getting that soda, drink some water. And you know what? Do a little exercise and then go on a long walk. While you listen to the Yada Yada album. Message! Brought to you by the Yada Yada podcast. Yada Yada Productions. That was our uh, sponsorship ad right there. You guys didn't even know it. Oh! Yes. But while I got you here, and while we're on the Yada Yada podcast, did you hear that Southside Dame album? I have not. That means you didn't know that we're featured on that album, not once, but twice. Who else is featured on the Dame album? No one. Just us. Because we're the only podcast that does big shit. (laughs) Tell them. Did you make an album? I didn't think so, buddy. We did. There's a lot of bombs on this episode because we're back. Episode 59. We're back Fuck like we it. never left. Episode 69. You heard? Yeah. <laughs> that was the perfect one. <laughs> we interviewing Pusha T next episode, y'all. Hey, man, Pusha T, I think, I want to say he might have not. I mean, for a minute there, I was like Pusha T's retweet for a while because I posted the article. I posted a picture on Twitter of that that Pharrell article I showed you. Yeah. And uh, Elliot Wilson retweeted it because I tagged him in it. And he ended up, uh, eventually it got so big that Pusha T ended up retweeting it. Let's see. Nope, but I'm still, I'm, I'm in second tweet. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm in second tweet. I'm right there, baby. Full circle moment. Beautiful. Yeah. No, the bomb. Nigga, drop the bomb. <laughs> I'll drop the bomb too to that. But yeah, for those who haven't heard, man. We on Southside Dame's album, Don't Be Like Me, man. His last interview, he took two sound bites from the interview, put on the album. We're on back-to-back tracks. We're on the outro. Man, shout out Dame for being honest on the pod. Hella. I love great self-awareness of people, man. But that's why his music is so great. Because on that, that pod, he talks about, you know, hey, man, don't be like me. And then he put out an album a year later called What? You guessed it. Don't be like me. Everything's calculated. It always is, man. Because I think at the time, he didn't actually have a title for his project yet. Or the one that he was working on the, at the time, which was Don't Be Like Me. Because I remember you said you used a lyric from a Drake song called Don't You Have a Man. And yeah. I think he, he really liked that title. And I thought, Don't you got a man? And I Wait, think he, he switched gonna, it, though. Yeah. He, he, they didn't run with that one. Because I think they, he liked it a lot. He Shit, I might make that the title of my next project. But then he used Don't Be Like Me, which is cool. Because that same soundbite he used, he said that before in his interview. Like, yo, don't be like me. That's all I'm trying to tell you. Man. But Dame, Dame had another another amazing project, man. I always I love hearing the growth of Dame because I'm always excited to hear what he's about to do next. He has a song on there called Hardest in the Room that's fucking crazy. Absolutely crazy. I love it. Uh, yeah. 
My nigga Dame done dropped, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna tap in. I'm always man. I love Dame. I'm, Dame is one of the artists, one of the few artists that when he drops, I have to listen to it. Outside of the yada yada album, that's the only thing I'm playing right now. <laughs> that and currency regatta with Harry Fraud because those are the fucking legends. But like that, yeah, that's my three right now. Like if it's not yada yada Dame or currency, I'm not fucking playing it. Get that shit out of my car. Hey. Message. Big teams. I don't be talking shit about the yada yada album just to talk shit. I really love that shit, man. That's a beautiful fucking album we made. Hey, yo, Thanos is here. You know what I'm saying? I'm bringing balance to the universe one yada yada album at a time. Destiny's whatever I want it to be now. It's been that way since I got the gauntlet. Motherfuckers thought that was an inside joke. No, bitch, that's real. Did I'm Thanos really win? Shit. I won. Did Thanos win? He won the first. He won the one that matters, and that's all that matters. <laughs> that in game shit was bullshit. They had to cheat. That's a cheat code. <laughs> they cheated. Thanos won. Thanos won. <laughs> Thanos won. Yes, Lord! So he, is he going to be the villain in the next phase? This was like, man, this, when Thanos finally gets all the power and he feels that rush of adrenaline. He said, you know what? Fuck these guys. Because <laughs> the first album was just me as Thanos but using his powers for good. Do I become the villain now? For phase two, do I become the villain? No. You're right. I probably shouldn't. Yeah, I don't want to be on the villain. <laughs> yeah. I, I like being the good don't guy. Don't be a villain. No, no. It, it gets it gets deep. It's intense. It does get really intense. You know, I always think about that quote you come back that you said a while ago. It's like, man, I fucking hate villains because they talk too much they do <laughs> <laughs> they just be like rambling and shit like, and yo, get like, to bro, murdering yo yeah for real for real like if you wanted a dub bro why why you gotta tell this dude and that's what why now he prepared for it. like villains be flawed you need like a real just cold calculated killer nigga like Ultron. Bane, like bane and batman bane wasn't here to fuck around he's like yo he, he didn't play at all he said bro i'm from the dark you were merely adopted he I'm broke he broke batman and threw him down the fucking well and said, bro, pick yourself up if you can. Like I did. <laughs> Message! Like I did. I picked myself up out the darkness. Bitch, you can do it too, right? Hey, man. You should have took up Razel Gul's offer. <laughs> it's, I always love how like their relationship with that, Batman and Raja Gul is, always revolves around Raja Gul begging Batman to kill him. See, yeah. Bro, please. I've been alive for too long. There's got to be a universe where he does it and Batman is like immortal and just like beat niggas' asses all the time. That's what that's what it would be like. Yeah. You think he would go crazy? He already crazy. Imagine Batman couldn't die. Yeah. And he stays youthful forever. Infinite Batman. <laughs> Gotham would never sleep. <laughs> Neither would Batman. <laughs> he don't need to anymore. Yeah. 24-hour Batsies. Yeah, it, it got to be like twelve hours or something. Because mm -hmm. he only comes out in the night. Don't, don't he got to be? He still got to be. He still got to be Bruce. Yeah. But then when people start raising questions about why Bruce is not aging at all, <laughs> goddamn motherfucker, how Bruce, you still you're young? Like hundred years old. <laughs> Everyone else that you grew up with is dead. Hey, the pit. What my can I say? My parents died anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Uh -huh. This is I love this how too much just, time in the studio. Yeah. I don't know how to pod anymore. <laughs> we just be saying wild shit. <laughs> <laughs> just wild takes like no one else can hear this. Yeah. The good thing there's no hot mics in the studio. Yeah. We'd really be saying that shit like, bro, this would get us canceled. We couldn't have 
uh, a camera on us 24-7 during the making of the album because we would have been canceled it was a some long shit. time ago. It was some shit, y'all. We was getting some shit off in the studio. Just the three of us. This is a safe space. Yeah. Of men. From men. By men. Men, 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 <laughs> men, men, men. <laughs> Remember when Charlie Sheen casually got AIDS? No, that wasn't casual. Yes, it was because he was out here wilding. And then he was like, oh, I actually know that Tiger Blood I was talking about. Yeah, it was AIDS. We were like, what? Hold on. Time out. What? And he just kind of disappeared. It's like, boy, you you out here. You win some shit, ain't you, Charlie Sheen? I think he's still acting. No, he is. That's in, that's crazy. But that, that era where he was just wilding for like a couple of months was crazy. He's in this old-ass movie called Wraith. He's like hella young. Mm-hmm. That's just like a random tidbit. I like that. It's a terrible movie. It's like a B movie, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's 80s aesthetic. We gonna watch it. Bet. I'm gonna get you like fucking six pack of beer. Just watch some watch some Charlie watch, Sheen movies. Watch Wraith. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. All right. Deal. But yeah, man. It's it's great to be back. Episode fifty nine. Feels good to be home, baby. More tings. And when I say home, I mean Theo's basement. Gang. Shout out to Gang. <laughs> Theo, there was a there was a point in time, you know, obviously while we we're making the album, you know, we weren't doing pods and, and Theo at one point was like, Man, what the fuck's going on with y'all? Y'all, we, are we still doing the pods? And I was like, no, yeah, we are. We're just making the album. He goes, fuck, bro. I forgot y'all were doing that. <laughs> Man. We had to step away to go and step away from the, sometimes the table you, to go into the pool. Sometimes you got to go back in time to get the infinity gauntlet because you fucked up before. <laughs> and that's the only way you could rewrite that shit. It don't really correlate to what we discussing, but I felt like. It was a good segue <laughs> into time travel. That's what we be on. Me and Joe just be time traveling. This really just future us. We came back in time to get the dub. And let y'all know, we got the dub. Yada, yada, album. And we might have more music on the way. Maybe, maybe. No promises. Maybe Chuck English in a Drake song. Oh, the cat might be out the bag. Hey. About to wait and see. But until then, stick to breakfast sauces and eggs, nigga. And uh, just so y'all know, we're starting to get everything rolling again, man. We got a live in studio with who else than the wizard himself, Sleepwalker. And that shit's going to be beautiful. Gandalf. Hot shit. I'm excited for that. Y'all get to see how really funny we are. We yeah. Really, we're pretty funny. We, we flex the action chop, acting chops a little bit in yeah, that one. A little bit. And I'm just, I'm extremely excited because I love him. Sleepwalker as a live performer and hearing his music in a live format always sounds amazing because he's one of those artists that does little tweaks to make the music sound better live and make it feel more emotional, more authentic. Like it's you not heard the him, same song. No, it's not. It's like, you know, when you see Kanye perform live in his prime, like the songs felt like new songs because he performed them like they're new from songs. Me, baby. Run away. Like when we hear we did early and he had like those that almost that Yeezus feel to it. It was beautiful. Makes you f- makes it hit that much more because you're hearing it live and in real time, and uh, it feels brand new and fresh. So you're hearing it in another way that you're not used to. It's different from the album's version, and I love shit like that. He's an artisan. He is. He's a wizard. A man of fine taste. And I'm I'm, I'm extremely proud because we've been he's been sitting on the footage himself. He edited he edited it all himself. So this is all the work of him and in, in his in his mind and his powers. So I'm excited for everyone to see because. 
That's all I really wanted people to do, man, just see the genius of him. That's why we had to have him do the album, because people needed to he's, know how great he is at what he what he does. He's transforming into Gandalf the White. I don't, y'all may not get that reference. That's a nerd reference, but it's fucking awesome. Niggas know what a Super Saiyan is. He's fucking going Super Saiyan all time. He's all like time. training. It's like every time like we're over there, he's working on new music, and it just sounds better than the last music he played for us. Yeah. It's like, bro, how do you keep evolving so rapidly? Yeah. How do you? How did you make no hustle like this? <laughs> <laughs> how that did, was such a crazy. How did session. that happen? Yeah, it was like high energy, full throttle. Shit was moving. Yeah, like everyone in that room was just excited. And then he was like, "Oh, y'all like this? Okay, let's do this. Let's add this to it." And we're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Buddy. Yeah, what are you doing? You're doing a, a great job. He's doing a great job. He's doing the hands, <laughs> the hands. That was that was probably my favorite session. Yeah. No Huss, when he ex- added the extra pizzazz to it, and that's the that was another amazing part because the song itself was already core. Like all the verses recorded to the original beat, and he was like, "You know, let's let's add some more shit to this. Let's, let's spice tweak, it up. Let's tweak this motherfucker." Yeah, and, and like. He'd always add like a little more mel- element to it, and we'd be like, "Ooh, okay." And then he add another one, we're like, "Ooh, okay." It got real stanky. Yeah, hella. And then what you end up hearing is what he created. Check after check after check. Like yeah, he just we need that. Much... We need that soundbite. Yeah. All right. Ching. Yeah. So man, be on the lookout for that live in studio. We about to start doing interviews again with artists. So you know what I'm saying? If you come, if you're trying to more come talk content. some some yada yada. You know more what I'm saying? skits. We'll be in contact. More skits. More funny shit. We I'm about to, we just gotta do more funny shit, man. Cause yeah. we're fucking hilarious. We are naturally funny. I can say that in great confidence. The wit is there. The banter is there. So the content will be there. Just give us some time. Big big Italian hands. You can't see it, but they big right now. Fuck. Fucking ah! Ah! The Yada Yada album's out now, bitch. We got the live in studio with Sleepwalker coming out December 1st, too. It's about to be a real fucking cold winter, just so you know that. More music may be on the way. I ain't promising you shit, but just know it might be on the way. And I think we're going to end it like that, man. Episode 59. Fucking mic drop. Episode 69. It's the the kid Joe Cornell. It's your boy Black Ivy. And we're going to leave y'all with Shake It Out by Sleepwalker, because that's just what we do, man. We out.
Watching my game, baby Tunnel vision when you walk in the frame, baby 